Welcome back, Gameaholics, to the Gameaholic Podcast. And today, we're talking Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Luke. Yes. Did you love the game? I did. Um, I feel like this is one of the... I think you you, you said this. Um, I'm not going to spoil your thunder. When I asked you what you thought about this game, what did you say? I think I said Game, game of the, the Year. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's kind of a big, a big, strong start to our conversation about Dying Light. It's Q1 still, so... It is. It's Q1. Um, I mean, February's been massive. Um, Horizon came out um, by the time we finish this podcast, and that's something that I'm working on and Colin is watching, so it's going to be really interesting to see how Horizon um, comes up to this game, but launch-wise and everything like that, I think this game kind of went off without a hitch in a way there there's been some glitches on my game i'm not sure if you kind of have experienced anything like that nothing too crazy i i, I noticed a few glitches actually like in regards to like dead bodies and things like, like like glitching out and like like um for i remember one specific one was when you're in the compound with the doctor victoria i think her name was yeah. and veronica maybe uh, Victoria. Victoria? Okay. Uh, and you're killing all those enemies because you like, stay in the room. And you go and like kill these enemies. There was one guy I couldn't find and he like, kept like, hitting me like, with arrows. I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? <laughs> he's just like, in like the ceiling. I'm like, why? There's nothing he's standing on either. He's just like, in the ceiling. I'm like, okay, that's a weird glitch. And I just had to jump up and like, like slice at his feet a couple times and kill him. You but him. Yeah, but it was like it was like, annoying. So I'm like, I didn't know where he was at first. I find it was, like, bad. one of my biggest um, things is I find I there was a lot of like map and like side quest issues with me which i'm not sure if you had ever seen before so like one of the examples i'll show you right now because i have the game open colin is like if you look at my map right now it's gonna say i have all these side quests uh it in, in the old world here right like you see this one this one and this one but if you look over them it says quest complete but like it's like half grayed out but like not all of it is okay like, you see what I mean? True friends, quest complete, but it also says, look for the boys around the bazaar. Or, like, find Teresa, and if I try to track it, nothing happens. Oh, so it just kind of sticks there? Yeah, so can you things... Can you kick them off the screen? Yeah, but then it removes all quests from the screen. Oh, okay. Because, like, see, like, and, the, and then, so the other issue is this quest here, this double time quest that I have. Um, every time I complete it and I exit out of the game and go back into the game... The quest comes back up. Mm. So there's there, there's a certain amount. I mean, but I mean, it's... You have to take that with a grain of salt because it is, like, you know, week one. Like, it's week one and a half here. So, like, it's not like it's, like, it's been out forever. Um, so I, I do always give them some some slack. It's not a cyberpunk situation. Yeah. Off topic, did you download the new Cyberpunk? I did. It's sitting on here now. Okay. They've completely even changed what the what the like uh, whole thing looks like. Like, if you want to look here, look. They changed the background. Yeah, they changed the background and everything. Yeah. Like they went freaking like they went off honestly and like hey good for them I'm really excited I kind of want to just like dive in just to like try it try it I don't think we need to do another review on it though. No. Um, but anyways, Dying Light Two, the, the actual good game great game great game i think it was just it was something we needed it was i don't even know what i would like really call it but it reminds me of a first person like assassin creed in a sense 
like dystopia like where like it's the world's ended but like you're doing all the parkour stuff but in first person like assassin's creed but also it gives me like dead island vibes at the same time well so very exactly it's very similar to dead island yeah. with you know the crafting and the makeshift weapons and everything that you're using um and yeah in, in the parkour side of things like absolutely like the whole point like half of this game is all about parkour which is like super interesting and like you have all the parkour skills that you can eventually do like wall runs and like jump off items and everything like that so it's like it's pretty cool though i will say i didn't play dialing one but i watched a few videos on it just to like kind of feel for it mm -hmm. and that game seems way more scary and driven like the story with like actual zombies while this game was very uh human elemented to where like you're fighting like basically a gang the whole time it felt like you weren't really like yes. zombies weren't really a big pinnacle of the game because when i played it it was like the oh like you're in a more... dark zone and it's like oh there's a million zombies just hiding so, in here until night watch, and maybe you did did you ever watch like the walking dead like not like halfway through yeah you know how it eventually stopped being about the zombies and started being more about like people versus people and the zombies were just sort of the background at that point that's sort of what this game is yeah like, where you're right, though. Like, there's really not much going on with the zombies. They're more of just, like, a caution in certain areas. Yeah. Like, hey, guys, just be careful. It's a dark zone. You go inside. Like, oh, I don't want to be in here right now because there's a million zombies just, like, lying there. And then, like, you have the one, like, like special zombie where it's like, oh, he's walking around sniffing everything. He's waiting to, like, find I, you. You know what? I got, like, so they have different types of zombies in this game. Very similar to, like, kind of almost every zombie game where they have, like, the um, spitter. They have, like, the bloater. Um, the witch. Yeah, the witch, which is the howler. Yeah. In my opinion, there was way too many howlers out at night. Yeah, I noticed it, Like, too. it was, like, it was, like, they were, like, everywhere. Um, which was, to be honest, a little bit frustrating to me. Um, because, like... I understand that the whole point... They, they do a very good job of being like, oh, hey, stay on the roofs. There's no howlers on the roofs. Stay on the roofs. Yeah. Uh, but then you like go on the roofs and it's just like... If you fall down, it's like, oh, there's 50 howlers on this city block. Great. I'm in a chase now. And then you have to like deal with the, the whole zombie chase. Um, but like story alone, I, I, I kind of thought that everything was interesting. Like I was, I was pretty dialed into the story. Um only part I didn't really like very much is like, oh, just conveniently, I mean, but I guess that's the whole point is like he was bitten for the first time ever as a runner and that's what made him turn into a zombie, but he's not a zombie because like that part kind of confuses me is like how they fight the infection with UV light. Yeah. And they're like, here's just like bracelet. Yeah. Here's just like live strong bracelet go nuts it's like okay well it's 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 weird because also like so the game ends with you walking off into the sunset yeah regardless of the ending yeah like, either or um and it's like i don't know how often you're gonna find uv light out there buddy for the nights so i just like you know and it's like but it's weird because he's he's like different because like he's like waltz in a sense where he had the same power but also everybody was like, oh, like, you're going to die soon. You're not doing well. You're going to change. Yeah. So, like, what's going to happen? Yeah, and it's curious to me if they're going to do a DLC for him or more of an actual Game 3, which I don't think there could be a Game 3 for 
Aiden. Well, in even a sense. in the first game, it wasn't Aiden, right? I know. Mm-hmm. It was a actual GRE agent. Kane. Yeah, and the voice actor was actually a guy that did like a voice actor in like Naruto, that I knew. <laughs> you and Naruto. Hey? Naruto. Yeah, he was a he's a really good voice actor, but like it sounds very much similar to like Aiden. So every time I thought it was Troy Baker, but it wasn't. We found that out very fast. Very fast. But they have they do have one absolute banging uh, voice actor on here. They right. do. They like, mo- oh, they have Ro- uh, Rose- Rosario Dawson. Yeah, who played in Clerk and a few other good movies. Uh, and you know she she plays uh, Lawan, and the character modeling, like the physical modeling of the is characters, her. is her. Yeah, uh, which was really really cool. I uh, I honestly really liked that. And I thought the game was really just like there's like parts in the game where I was like this is really like, I was really invested in the game, like it was a. It, honestly, it was the first time in a long time that Even I felt dialed. really dialed in a game. Um, and I'm happy because when you pay $90 for a video game at this point in like time, like it's like you don't want to be a you want to pay for a flop. You don't want to pay for a Outriders or like a Far Cry 6. You keep bringing up me paying $1,000 for Outriders, <laughs> We will never not talk about you paying for me Outriders. Me getting absolutely ruined by that. Yeah. So it's just like it, it really made me um, – pretty glad that this game was what it was intended to be mm-hmm. and we did a lot of like luke and i did a lot of side quests we did a lot of gaming for this game like we didn't we didn't rush it like um resident evil 8 where we kind of like we're like let's do it in three days and let's do a podcast like get it out as fast as possible mm-hmm. we did this game with this game over a week and a half, we had time. Like Luke basically 100 percented it at this point, and uh, I did not. But he's at 92 percent, 53 out of 58. And the only reason he didn't get a couple of those achievements was because they're kind of glitched out, I believe. Like, so, it guess look weird. And that's what I wanted to look at here is I just wanted to see. So I actually played since this came out 66 hours in this game. And the big thing, a oh, big right, underliner yeah. of this game that me and Luke talked about uh, when we first found out was they're saying this game has 500 hours of gameplay, which I think was a scam. And Luke was like, no, I could see it. And we had a kind of a little bit of so like a I, disagreement I, for a minute. I do think, though, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here. Judging by some of these achievements, uh, trophies in here, it would, like again, one of the big trophies in here is earn a million dollars. And after playing 66 hours, I'm at less than 200,000. So if we times that by five, we're looking at, th- at over 300 hours just to make a million dollars. Yeah, and that was a big seller for me was I told Luke that too. I said, Luke, I guarantee there's probably a stupid achievement in there. Like, yeah. play 500 hours. Yeah, and it's like, okay. exactly what it was. So like literally the same thing where they just add a few achievements where it's like it's basically impossible to get unless you put in the time and effort, which I don't think a lot of people do have because the game is great, but eventually you run out of things to do and it gets very repetitive in a sense so here's what i'm saying that i agree with you on this like i'm as you can see i'm very close to platinuming this game Uh, it would take a lot to get me to go back in and finish those last couple trophies yeah and i just don't see you sitting down like let me dive in and like do stupid like rescue missions for like four hours it's it's funny because when i look at when i look at the million dollar one right now so i've done a bunch of research because i'm you know me i'm a trophy whore right like you know that so um when i was looking at at the trophies in here after i beat the game i don't look at the trophy guide until after i beat the game every time 
Um, so when I saw this trophy, I noticed, I was like, how do 3.5% of players already have this for the $1 million? Um, and then I realized that right now there's a, a co-op dupe glitch. So if you have an item that's valued at like 10K, you can dupe it and stack it 99 times in a co-op game. And then boom, you have the money. Yeah, so there's just, like, ways around it. Like, that's what people always find, too. But when I first saw this trophy, I thought there would have been a... Here's what I thought. There would have been a side quest where it's, like, you go into an old bank vault. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought this was related to maybe, like, a side quest or doing... Not just, like... It's it's similar to the Cyberpunk one where it's, like, you need to buy every car in the game in Cyberpunk. And if you Google how long that takes... It's like an obscene amount of money. Like when I remember when I 100%ed Cyberpunk in terms of like I did every side quest, every everything. Um, I didn't even have enough money after doing every single side quest and everything to buy all those cars. When a game does something like that, it really, really bothers me. Um, yeah, because it wastes your time. Well, exactly. Like it's just like I'm not going to go around like fucking finding police calls and like killing people and like looting shit. Like. Yeah, and I agree, because when you're trying to 100% a game, like, yeah, make it challenging, but don't make it, like, boring and repetitive. Where it's like, oh, you want this $1,000? Guess what? Go save 50 million recruits, or, like, go, like, go like protect people, and they'll give you money for, like, a million times. Like, oh, my God, like, please, like, stop. I'm over this after, like, an hour of it. So, one last thing to talk about, about kind of the trophy system, or just the replayability, I guess, which will affect the rating later, but I really want to talk about this. Um, Dying Light does something that I think is quote-unquote absolutely toxic for a game like itself in terms of trophy completion. And that is they technically have missable trophies. Which to me is sickening. And secondly, they also have a trophy that technically makes you want to have to replay the game twice fully. To get both trophies. Which is? Um, so it's max out your health and max out your stamina. So what the problem here is, is, you know, the, uh, in- not incubators, inhibitors you pick up and how you can pick a skill. Yeah, it's a skill tree. Yeah. So n- not even a skill tree at the bottom, right? You have the little thing at the bottom and you can just pick either stamina increase or health increase. Yeah. So there's enough inhibitors in the game to max out one of them. And not the other one. However, what I was doing when I first started the game um, was I was doing one, then the other, one, then the other, one, then the other, one, then the other. If you do that, neither one of them will max out. And you can't reset it and you're out of inhibitors. Mm -hmm. So technically, you need to play the game fully, max out your health, replay the game fully, max out your stamina. So for me, at least, I'm just kind of like, this is like, this is like, that's, this isn't the type of game that you should do that on. Like, like, this is like Assassin's Creed. And I'm going to say this Assassin's Creed does it right. Cause I spent 109 hours playing Assassin's Creed. Uh, only one playthrough and I got to hundred percent it. Don't get me wrong. It was 109 hours, but it was like, I didn't have to restart the whole game, play through the same, everything that I went through. Um, Going into that though, you did have both achievements though. Yeah, like, cheated. Yeah, I was gonna say big like, time. Like, like, did you go back to old saves? Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, so the other thing that I want to talk about in this game that I was blown away by is 
there's a ton of choices that actually alter different missions in this game. So um, for you personally, talk to me about sort of your main your main choice path. Or you want, I'll go first and maybe you can top up. Um, I started off, whatever, I went in, blah, blah, blah. The first main choice you have is kill, or is um, who do you want to side with? The um, PK or the people at the bazaar? Yep. I sided with the people at the bazaar. Same. Okay. And then Hakon gets shot with the arrow. Or you, you saved him or you... Saved him. I didn't. I left the guy to die. Yep. Um, I went... That's when... Because I was at Luke's house when he's going through a certain part of the mission when you first meet Walt. He's like, who's this? Who's this? Like, this bitch. And it's like... And it's, and it's Walt. Or not Walt. It's uh, Luan. Yeah. Okay. And... And he's like, what? Like, he's like, and I'm like, yeah, like, it's the, and I'm like, yeah, and I already knew who Alon was because, like, you went and chased her down. Cause she sniped. Because yours is different because you actually she, have to chase her down yeah, and find her. Yeah, because she sniped Hack on. So, like, you're like, okay, like, and then, so, like, I knew, I already knew, like, who Luan was, but, like, he didn't know that because of the different ways he played the game. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the next big one? The next big one was, um, this is a radio? No, the next big one is, um, so, Juan, who is, like, this pansexual maniac, is, like... The blonde dude, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. like, side with me instead. Oh, yeah, you che- I didn't side with him. No, me neither. I was like, I don't know, I don't really care about No, you. but you said you had some weird mission with him at some point that I never had. That's why I'm curious. You got the... I think he was like, I think it was like when you were given the radio tower and you're like, which one do you want to choose? The Juan, like Juan or like Frank? I was like, I'll take Frank. Wait, you had Juan though? I'm pretty sure. See, well, so then you must have well, picked Juan. Well, well, no, but Juan was with no, Matt, I, Jack I had... Matt in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you'd give the radio tower to Juan. Oh, I didn't have that. Mine so, was just Jack Matt. Maybe it was just Jack Matt, but for some reason I felt like it was like Juan was like a part of it or something. He's like, Jack Matt's like, give it to Juan. And it's like, no. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. So I gave it to, obviously, yeah, and then that's the next question is who'd you get the radio tower to? Yeah, it was Frank. Frank. And then the next kind of big one is, uh, we've kind of played a very similar game. When you go to the church to basically fight Hack on, I saved him again. I didn't kill him. Yeah, exactly. So... That's the next thing is Hakon eventually reaches out. And he's like, yo, let's chill, bro. And then Hakon comes at you, right? Like he sort of rips you to pieces or tries to fight you. Even if you save him, he tries to fight you. Yeah. Like regardless, you, you fight, but like you can choose when to kill him or not. So I got it gives you options. Like it's like, stay away from me, bro. Or I'll kill you. And it's like, and then you just choose, like eventually you just talk him off the cliff. Basically. Well, see, I said, stay away from me, bro. I'll kill you. Yeah. And I, chose, then, I chose the other option. Cause then he was just like, let's fucking go. Yeah. And then he came at me and then I mucked his barn. Yeah. And then Luan <laughs> came up and Luan was like, you killed him. And yeah. she like, was like broken. No, she was okay with it. Yeah, she's like, I, but yeah, she's like, I wish it was me or something. Yeah, she's like, her kill list. She's like, I wanted to do it. So, me killing Hakon, I didn't realize completely. I, I, when you kill Hakon in this game, you are locked out of the perfect ending. Even when it was perfect, I didn't feel like it was that perfect. Why? Because uh, it's just like. But the city lives. Yeah, but it's not good. And I'll explain why when we get there. Sure, okay. So, so the next question. Is once Frank gets murdered, he gets stabbed, like um, stabbed, stabbed, and you chose to stay with him. No, 
No, neither did I. I chased the car or whatever. Same. Okay, so so then you chase the car, you get into the renegade hideout, and then the renegade says it was Jack Matt that killed him, not me. Who do you believe? I believe the renegade. Me too. Oh my god, we're the same, buddy. But it was true because like Jack Matt did kill him. Yeah, because you get there and the guy's like, the with the butcher. Yeah. Like he's like. Yeah, like, I wasn't my men. Like, I didn't do I it. I had a and driver, I, that was it. Yeah, and I was like, okay. So, like, I believe them. Yeah, and then and then Luan calls, and then how sick... Wait, sorry, I didn't believe them at first. I did both endings, but, like, I didn't believe him at first. You know what was so sick, though? Mm-hmm. When um, the old Knight Rider crew... Yeah, it was cool. Night Runner crew gets back together, and it's all these old fucking men, and they're like, what up, guys? Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um... So then you get into the the end, which is basically you have this big decision. Uh, everything's going down around you. The GRE key's destroyed. Um, yeah, because fucking Waltz an idiot. Yeah, because Waltz, <laughs> he, he, he stops. Smacks it right. He just smacks it right in your hand. It goes right in like the ass, and you're like, okay. Yeah, I know, I know. Fuck. Well, that Waltz. So let's go into that. That final Waltz battle was one of the worst final boss fights I've ever experienced. In my it was life. so bad. It's it like, was so easy. Well, no, but it was just like, okay, he's dead. Oh, he's back again. Okay, he's dead. And how but they kept they kept doing that hack on too. They're like, oh, he's done. And all of a sudden, he like throws a knife. He's like, no, done. And like, okay, I guess I'll kick your ass again. And then you okay, so hack on makes zero. Like, okay, so Waltz, I can argue makes sense because technically he's like a freaking mutant. But like hack on, like the dude's fucking raw beef at that point, right? Like you like hack him to smithereens. Yeah, you, you turn into like a you turn into like your zombie form for like half that fight yeah yeah and he's just like no like i'm fine no. I, like when you beat up someone like their eyes yell like black and like blue and like their nose is bleeding mm-hmm. and you're like okay like i did a lot more damage than that but all right yeah i know like i had a machete at you yeah, right? like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, i think i think your arm's kind of hanging off at this yeah. point yeah and he's like no i'm not done yet and i still he, feel great yeah like waltz makes sense but waltz is like waltz is annoying because like every time like you get to a checkpoint with them you're like oh are we gonna actually talk like for a fucking once and then he's like then you'd be like, no, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. And then he, like, goes and, like, runs away. And you're like, okay, I gotta fight him for the seventh oh, time. Oh, good. More poison, more fighting. Yeah, like, and then, okay. then you get to the last one, which is so easy, because the last form, you're you're in, you're in zombie mode, too. Your so zombie you mode's the most broken thing I've ever played in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, so you just, like, swing at him twice, and he's dead. And you're like, okay. So, Waltz, whatever. And then the last decision is, do you save Mia? First of all, for me, it's like, do you save Mia, or do you save the city? In what world do you sacrifice an entire goddamn city to save your sister? That makes no like. Me- Wait, wasn't it wasn't it Lawan? No, Lawan was gonna die in, in retrospect of the like, saving the city. Yeah, so you could technically save the well, city. Well, that, that was the, that, that was the point of the game. The point of the game was: Are you gonna save this love interest in Lawan, or are you gonna save the city? Yes. And Lawan doesn't love you the way you love her. You don't think so? No. You did, did she bo- say that? You did both endings, didn't you? No. Yeah, did you save Luan? No. I did Luan's no, ending, Luan. too. Luan she's... skittles on the ground for me right now. Like, she's gone. Like, <laughs> Oh, well, So I did, mul- I did multiple endings. There's so, more than two endings, by the way. Well, there's four. Yeah. So I, got, the, I had three of them. So for me, I only had two ending options. Yeah. Save um, Luan or save Save city. Luan, but the city blows up. Or... Destroy the city, save Mia. Yes. And Mia dies regardless. Yes. Yeah. So I picked save the city and save Mia and let Lawan just go to town. Um, and my, yeah, like I was kind of just like, oh, okay, Mia's dead. And then I like, you know what I really liked at the end Luan's though? Lawan's death. Well, no, because de- I-, I liked. Well, she's like super like, she's like, 
I hope I blow up like a fucking pretty like red yeah like star. a firework. I hope yeah. a red firework yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I was, was like, kind of okay. nice. You know what the sad thing about that though? Hmm. Um, Aiden red. wasn't talking back. Yeah. Because he was carrying his sister, and Luan's like saying all this stuff, and it's just like. Aiden respond like like because yeah. like Luan's talking and you're like petting your sister's head in the elevator yeah and she's like are you getting the fuck out of there and he's like he's like yeah I'm leaving like, yeah it's whatever like, it doesn't say thank yeah. you it doesn't say like and he's just running with her and the worst part is like you go into like the black screen and like it tells you what happens and then they're like yeah Mia died like an hour later yeah it's like <laughs> why no, did you but, save but, her but I actually did really like that part where uh, Spike the bounty hunter comes that's through that's amazing and he's just like I'm looking for a pilgrim Looking for a friend. I like when he goes, do you want some beer? Only if it's not fucking flat. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, Spike was a sick character. Well, Spike's in... Uh, Spike's in The first one? Yeah. So okay. he's the only character that actually ties the games. Oh, okay. See, the first game, isn't it like in like Europe though? No, no, like like in India or something like that? Mm-hmm, something like that. Oh, and, and this game's in Europe, no? Yeah, Okay. exactly. I just want to make sure. It's this weird. game's supposed to be in like Germany or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Like he's like, I walk Luke 900 hours away from Prague or something mm-hmm. stupid um yeah it was a weird ending because in one you do that we talked with this like what last last pod we did like the whole like um like oh save one person or save a city like type of thing well, exactly like, yeah it's, it's very very similar yeah, it's actually thing. it's funny that we <laughs> I didn't even think about that it's what funny a, you brought we'll, that up we'll probably life is strange yeah like, like so you, life oh, is strange save it's save Chloe or save the city, city yeah where it's like save Luan or save the city it's like obviously like it's Luan's the city dead. yeah like like I mean I, I I don't know does that mean I'm a sociopath like, does that mean I don't have feelings towards people because I just think logically about this? Like, no, it's a logical thing that do you, you think one people, person... But like, she wanted to die, too. It's not like she wanted to live. Well, I'm sure she wanted to live, but she chose that she wanted to die. The other the other insane thing to me is, like, so many people come in... Like, again, I haven't read about this one, but again, in Life is Strange, you're like, no, you have to save Chloe because it means that you're breaking free of her, her lust or whatever. I was like, what? Yeah. So I'm sure there's people that are like the same thing. Lawan means everything to you. True love conquers all. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, so what happens was in my endings is actually so, like the best ending. Before, sorry, before we jump into that. Actually, I don't know if this is the best I ending. just want to point one thing out there that I just want to. So since um, Colin saved Hakan, didn't kill him, Hakan joins him in the final mission. And you can actually send him while you're getting Mia out to save Lawan. Or vice versa. So you can trust him to save Mia and you save Luan. Continue, sorry. Yeah, so what I did was I saved... I told him to save Luan. That's really the like, bad... Better. That's not the good ending. Really? Yeah. It seemed okay. Because if you save Luan, it saves the city, it saves Luan, and then Mia gets saved by Hakon but dies. Yeah, but she dies regardless. Yeah. Though. But then you... And then... So then... Apparently... Hakon saves Luan and the city. Really? Yeah. I thought he didn't. I was reading that you have to send... You have to go save her. Oh. I don't know. It was. It seemed fine for me. It just oh. seemed It seemed like a stupid ending regardless. And then... Well, let me ask you this, though. It didn't change the ending. Did Did she leave with you? The one? Yeah. No. So, okay, so there's the ending where she leaves with you. Oh, yeah. That was probably the best ending. Though. Yeah. So what happened was... The one... So the first ending, if you go and save the one... Um, and you killed Hakon, mm-hmm. you would end up, she'd be like, why the fuck, it's like, this is not serious, Nate, or not Nate, fucking Aiden, <laughs> like, whatever, 
whatever you think's going on here is not going on or something like that. And then you save the one because you go into like you go into like gremlin mode where like you're like and you're like like basically almost killer. Really? Yeah, you like slam her against the wall, like her neck, and you're like you're like Aiden, no, and like you like you're like choking her. And then you like like realize the bomb's about to go off, and you wrap like wrap her up and like cl- like jump out like with your like super strength and like super jump and like you get out of the thing and then like, you watch the missiles go off and blow up the city mm-hmm. and the city's blown up but like i think in a in a in, a, in that type of ending the city blowing up makes sense and it's like better because the one hates you but like you and a lot of people died already from the missile first missile strikes but like there's still people alive and spike comes and it's like whatever the worst ending i found was when you actually saved Mia let Luan blow up the missiles without Hakon. So if you let Hakon not, if Hakon, you killed Hakon and you said, I'm going to save Mia and you watch the missiles blow up and then all of a sudden you find out the peacekeepers just like basically make the city a dictatorship and like they kill mm-hmm. everyone that like talks bad about the peacekeepers or like Jack Matt and shit like that. It's um the worst ending by far. So the, I, I was just Googling it. Yeah. The best ending is Hakon being alive Hakon saves Lawan. That's what I said, yeah. Yep. The city is saved. Yeah. And the survivors need to control the broadcast, and you need to save Frank. Yeah, so you have to save Frank, which I didn't do. And then Aiden and Lawan will leave Villador together. Yeah. And then there's actually also an ending where... where if, is, I, it's weird how Hakon wouldn't join you guys leaving, because Hakon... Well, no, leave. that's what I'm saying. There's another ending where if you keep Hakon alive, um, and then he leaves with you... No, no, I mean, like, it's weird how, like, you would, he would save Lawan and then Lawan would leave, but he wouldn't when he said his whole mission was to leave the city. Yeah, I know. Maybe he leaves alone. I don't know. Yeah, so it's, it's just like, um... So both of us the, fucked up. The best ending would have been saving Frank, which we'd not do. Because Frank, so Frank, you don't save Frank. What happens is the peacekeepers take over the city, and they just, like, silly become a dictatorship. And, like, you need to be inside your house at 9 o'clock sharp. If you don't do that, we'll shoot you at gunpoint. We don't care. Yeah. That's just, actually really dark. If, if, you, if you say anything bad about Jack, Matt, we shoot you, like, all this stuff. Like, nuts. Like, a dictatorship. And then the good ending, obviously, if you say Frank, he would just control the radio still and, like, control yeah. the city. He'd be kind of almost become, like, the the Congress, like, in for the city. Well, it's nuts that, um, in my, again, in mine, even though the city was saved, Luan's dead, Jack, Matt gets k- killed because they found out that he killed Frank. And everybody, everybody turns on him. The scene with the Night Runners was so good, where the Night Runners and all of the PKs turn on for um, Jack Matt. Like we, you're not allowed to do that. And he's like, "Well, I did it to protect us." And they're like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. So I mean, it's so yeah. I was reading there too. You're very right. It's about five different endings. Yeah, it's very. It's I like, got the worst one, I think. What was yours again? Blowing up the city. No, City's alive, Luan dead, Hakon dead, but you get Frank the, dead. But then you get the peacekeepers like making a dictatorship, yeah. And but like I'm we're, gone, we're yeah. sending, yeah. But like, isn't that insane? Like I, I can't believe There's I'm... no world point in the world where I'm like, I'm saving Mia. Well no. Just like, I don't... There's no point either. But I mean like I was at the same time, I was like I think actually, I just want to talk about this. I think that they put the like deci- the final decision. I, I think that they, like, worded it really poorly. Did you find the same thing? Because I thought the choice was going to be get out of there with Mia or, like, basically, and the bombs detonate or, or like, or save Luan and the bombs don't detonate, right? That's what I thought the thing was. 
But then for like the all comes at the end, save Luan, don't save Luan. And I was like, well, what does that mean? Like that's so there's no information here. Does that mean I leave me in her little crib? Like or does that mean like I like? It made no sense. It made like well, it, I'll be honest. Like you, if you play the game like if you play the game like properly, I guess like you save Frank because like you love Frank, and then you save Luan because you love Luan. And then you save Mia, so not perfect ending, but Mia dies regardless. I just think it's funny because like you played to the character and Aiden, he's like his whole point of the game was him to save Mia. Yeah. So if you don't save Mia, it's kind of like why did I do it? Well, but the point is he fell in love with the city in a way. I know, and he like, yeah, because you're fighting Walt. He's like, why do you want to see this shitty city? And you're like, oh, I just like it. Like people are good. Like, people so, are yeah. nice. People. It, it was interesting that it was the only city left in the world. It, well, like at least out of the twelve settlements in Europe, I think. Yeah. Like, have you heard anything from New Paris? And it's like, New Paris is destroyed. It's, it's weird, because, like, with these settlements, like, there's still, like, a bunch of zombies in the settlement. And you're like, why are these here? Like, isn't there walls? Like, it looks like there's, like, a wall. Like, it's, like, a gated community. Now, I want... So, one kind of lore-breaking thing that I want to talk about here that I'd love your thoughts on, because to me it doesn't make any sense. At night, they have UV lights. And the UV lights keep zombies out, and they keep infection down, right? And if zombies run into the UV light, they die. UV lights are called UV lights because they simulate what the sun does, which is sends UV rays down to the world. How are zombies out during the day walking around on the sunny streets of Villador when they can't go into a UV light at night? So to me that didn't make right. Am I am I missing something here? No. Yeah, they just like the normal. Yeah, and it was weird because like remember the first scene with the hospital and you're like you're chase you're running out of like the hospital because like that one zombie is like massive and like the murdered. volatile. Yeah, and then like you get to like the door, the door and you jump out and like he like stops at the door and he like yeah. just points at you, and he's like because he can't get well, out. Well, volatiles can't come out at night. I know that for sure. Yeah. But like I just like. Because you don't see volatiles out in no. in the daytime, but like the regular zombies, even yeah. If they if they come up the what's it called? It's like why can't you guys stand in UV light, but you stand in the sun all day? Yeah, like that does that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Yeah, it's it's a very weird spot. Even like when like you're like scaling buildings, and also you're like in like the twentieth floor of a building, like there's millions of zombies, and like why the twentieth floor? Man, so kind of topping up on that. I can't get over how open world this game is. Like, I, when I was doing, like, the collectibles hunting that I was doing at the end, it was like, yeah, you need to jump off the GR the GRE tower at the top and fly into, like, this f building floor that has blown out windows that's, like, almost near the top but not near the top. You need to fly your uh, paraglider right in there. And I was like, it's insane to me they just built this out. Yeah, it's, uh... It's a very, very, very well developed like world. There is, and the, the amount of side questing there is was a ton. Yeah, it was, um, and it was good side quests. One, so part. did you get involved in any of? I call them the faction quests. I know they're technically not, but like, so there's the carriers guild quest line. There's the bookkeepers quest line, um, which actually gets in in hooks up if you do that one. Yeah, uh, and then there's the Baba quest line and each of them has 10 quests associated with it um and it, it's, it's pretty cool so like the carrier's guild is like you did you meet any of the carrier's guild during the game 
I don't remember. They're like the people honest. that are going around like giving out like mail and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can become of one of them. them. Oh, you do? Yeah, and That's it's sweet. it's pretty sweet. Because there's like one guy in the center, and like they're they're leader, and you're trying to get information from Mia, for about Mia. I remember you came out a few a few of them, and they're like mm-hmm. they're like yeah, like I can't give you I can't give you that information, but I can like send information. And then there's you. the book people in the library. Didn't do uh, the book book stuff at all. Well, the, the library is like in this weird little nook. It's crazy. I don't even know how I found it. Um. And then at the end of it, if you do all of it, you um, sleep with the main yeah, bookkeeper, right? Talia. Yeah. You and her have a little, a nice little night together. That's nice. And she's like, what do you want me to be tonight? <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Can you make a decision? Thanks. Yeah. But thankfully okay. it's not like cyberpunk level graphic. It's more just like, she's like, hold me. Black, clo-. black no, she just goes, hold me close. And he's like, okay, come over here, baby. And then it just cuts to a black screen and then... Then it cuts. Then it cuts to like him leaving, and then she's like, leaving without saying goodbye, (laughs) and he's just like, I just you know in my line of work I always gotta be careful, and then (laughs) then he's just like, I'd like to say see you soon, and then she's just like, Yeah, if you're not dead or whatever, yeah. (laughs) Um, and then the last one's the Baba, who was the I don't know if you ever dealt with her, the witch, like the witch doctor. I may have done a mission or two or something. So she basically, she's like the hunt quests. Like she's like, go kill like this rare zombie. Oh yeah, I did do a couple of those. Yeah. So she's got a ton of those too. Um, and like there's 10 of each. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That um, is cool. And like, yeah, like the side questing, like, oh my God, this, the worst one was, did you get, did you, I forget what it was called, but the one where you find that guy's dead dog. Oh, I hated it so much. No, long. I didn't it do that one. It was so upsetting. I didn't do that one, no. You like the guy's like I'm looking for my dog, and then you just find like dead a zombie dead German Shepherd, and oh. you're like, okay, well this is really upsetting for me. Yeah. Um, one thing I showed Colin before we started this podcast that I really wanted to talk about is like, so there's a ton of collectibles. There's all of the mementos, which is the pieces of paper, and then there's all of the uh, tapes, the recordings. One thing that I didn't even I collected zero of them in the entire game. But one of them is called the graffiti. And the graffiti is like these beautiful, beautiful murals posted all around the map. And you have to pick up these like spray paint buckets and then it like locks it into your journal. I showed you some of those um, murals, Colin. Like, give to admit, they were like amazing. Like, they were like so freaking good. Yeah, they were really cool. Um, some of them were super fucking creepy. Some of them were like just weird. Like it just looked like normal graffiti. And then when you open up the journal entry, there's like a little bit of lore attached to them. And there's like, you know, like the, like the skull girl. And then like the, the one we were reading about where it was like, you know, the, the, it's like a ghost that like lures men into the water and drowns them. Um, and they were done really, really well. I think all of them were signed by a specific artist. So I wonder if they actually got like a graffiti artist to like come into the studio and then they like put his designs into the game. Yeah, I bet they like asked him to drop some stuff for like certain like things they thought of. And like, he's like, okay, just did it. Yeah, let's go. It was very interesting. Let's um, go. Yeah. And like the voice, the the tape recordings are really good too. It's we funny because Colin called me out because I didn't listen to any of the tape recordings. Um, and like we were listening to a couple of them before we did this podcast and like they're super dark. Was there one that stuck out to you specifically that you had heard or no? No, I just thought they were like all interesting to the mo- for the most part. Cause it like kind of like it, it dictated like there were a lot of the tapings like right when like the infection was happening at the beginning. And it's kind of funny how like 
they made the infection start in 2020 in a sense well so, so um once you get to a certain point in the game you start finding these um quest givers and they're all quizzes and this is really fucking funny one of the quizzes is like about like the history of villador like the history of the outbreak essentially and one of the questions is when did the outbreak first start and one of the answers was march 2020 and i picked that because i was like maybe they're trying to make this like a hint on covid it's wrong but they literally just put that in there obviously as like a as like a joke yeah yeah of course as like a oh ha 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 like like it's not covid like it's funny you thought that but like yeah they put in march 2020 and it was actually it was actually 2016 which probably makes more sense because that's probably when dying light one came out so i'm sure that it's based off of that versus off of like the covid conversation yeah Yeah. did you um one thing that I, i i wish that we got more into in the game is did you do any like crafting or upgrading Oh, I upgraded a couple swords, like to get like the fire mod and shit, like. But like, like that. so, so here, here's more of what I'm talking about. I was doing the paraglider challenges, and I couldn't do this one. And I googled it, and one of the things that they said was they were like, "Oh, you need paraglider level three. And I was like, "You can upgrade the paraglider." No, I never upgraded. The paraglider. Yeah, so you can upgrade the grappling hook. You can upgrade the paraglider, and they're like completely different weapons at that point. Oh. Like they like can they grapple hook like hook a guy and like pull him in? Yeah, there? yeah, that's sweet. I did. Um, I think I did that. The paraglider also gives you a boost in midair if you want. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't yeah. upgrade it. No, neither did I. I had no idea that you could do that. Mm. Uh, just like you can upgrade like lock picks and stuff. Like again, I didn't know that you could do any of that. I feel like the leveling was like very like weird in this game because like I got to level like four or five to finish the game. Well, I went yeah. very high. Right, like, but that's not. Yeah, like that's. That, that's so weird because I know what you're talking about that's like the story level yeah so like I got to like I think I'm level 8 now yeah like like I feel like most of the missions like I was doing missions that were like level 5 and I was level 3 I was like I shouldn't be doing this should I were they hard? no it, well the, the, like the enemies were a little like you got hit you'd, you'd do more damage like they would do mm-hmm. more damage to you but it wasn't like super like oh they're like way like stronger than me and let me ask you this how often did you use your weapon versus doing the drop kick? Oh, I never. I really. I try to like minimize the drop kicks because I feel like it was just kind of like stupid. Like it really, I use the like I use the drop kick constantly. It was probably like, I yeah. Oh my god. I I feel like I did like maybe like maybe once or twice a fight with like, multiple enemies. It, well, so for me, that's all I would do. Drop kick. Yeah, because it would cut like half their health, and like a sword hit would do like one. Th- How? I let me ask you this one. Did you think the big rigs were like way tougher to fight than like the smaller guys? Yeah. Really? I thought the smaller guys are way more elusive and, like, tougher to deal with. Well, the big guys are just, have like, more health. They would just, yeah, but they just swing, like, like once. Like, they're so easy to, like, predict what they're going to do. Like, the little guys at least, like, blocked a certain way. And you're like, okay, like, they're kind of annoying. But, like, the most the, the big guys were just, like, swinging. They, they hit you once, like, yeah, it's over. But, like, you're pretty easy. Like, oh, they're about to swing. I'll just move. The most annoying thing for me out of the Marauders was the um, alarm guys. Yeah, in the back. Yeah, you go and hit them immediately. Yeah. Um, I know you had said you wanted. To, oh my god, that hurt my throat to do that. Um, you had said there was something you wanted to talk about the Marauders. Yeah, like. <laughs> the, are they Marauders or Renegades? Renegades. I'm sorry. Renegades. Yeah, you're right. Renegades would like. Yeah, why are you talking like this? And it's like, oh hey, yeah, like, it's, it's like, like it sounds. Oh, like, he's coming for us, boss. It's like, what are you like? 
No, it's not like you got like into the pandemic and all of a sudden you turn into a fucking like Mad Max. Like, what is this? Like, this is not Mad Max. They sound like Bozo the Clown. Yeah. They're just like. You ever watch Mad Max? Like when they come little savages. Yeah. Like, it's actually kind of like sounding like I'm like they're wearing the masks. I'm like, why are they like this? I'm like, there's all these random civilians that are like normal yeah. speaking. Oh, hey, boss. Yeah, they're all they're all like normal. Also, and like the Marauders from reason or the Renegades are like. Meh, 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 meh. It's like okay. I, I can't deal with you guys. Yeah, it was a bit ridiculous. I mean, they were, it was only the smaller guys. Like, the big guys sound at least kind of normal. They're like, oh, we're going to fuck you up. And it's like, but then, like, the Marauders like, yeah, we're going to fuck you up. And it's like, <laughs> why? Um, when you were deciding factions, um, did you go entirely Survivor? The PK faction bonuses kind of sucked. No, I went back and forth. I, uh, I did, uh, I did, uh, bizarre for the first thing with the water tower yeah and then um i realized pk was like seemed like the better option at the time so really because I, I was looking at their shit it's i like didn't look at their shit car though. bombs or like you can fucking touch a bomb now and i'm like okay like well no i, I didn't go off the perks like the second time i went oh I, went, I was doing this story i'm like well they seem like they have their like when you meet Jack Max, the Jack Max you didn't meet yet the first time. Oh, my name's Jack Max. Yeah, and you're like you're like you know what? Yeah, that, was that was that not a great impression That's of him? Pretty good. My name's Jack Max. And he's like <laughs> two first names, you know. And uh, no, I just remember him talking, or not him talking. Like he was talking to you the first time you meet him, and like you kind of like side, I'm like oh, I'll side with the PK seems like a good option. I'll just go back and forth, and then you meet like obviously, uh, eight eight or. Raytor, he's like hurt, and you're like, oh, you do that side. You do that oh side my mission? god! Actually, I want to talk. Thanks. I actually do want to talk about that. What did you do for that? Do you save him? I didn't do that side mission. I'll be honest. So there's a side mission to save him or yeah. not? Yeah, so yeah. I, the... I started it where you go in the room. She's like, she's like, we need the medicine for him. And so I'm like, it's okay. nuts. I did it. And I wish. So it's it's so you go to a witch doctor, and the witch doctor's like, get these flowers and give them the small leaves, not the big leaves. So. You go back in there, and basically the the wife's like, "Don't you fucking put those those plants in his mouth!" And then the doctor's like, "No, put them in his mouth." So then you have three options: don't put them in his mouth, give him the small leaves, or give him the long leaves and secretly kill him. And I was you like, "Well, no, I I, I should have. I, I thought I should have because I was like, he's gonna like tell on you. He's gonna tell on me. I'll give him the long leaves. They'll never know it was me." <laughs> like they'll think it was the witch doctor yeah and then boom he's fucking dead um but I picked the short leaves I saved him and then I saw him I see him later he's like how you doing and I was like hey buddy and he's just like my wife left me I can't see my kids anymore but thanks for saving me and then I was like no there's no conversation about like my seek his the secret there was like no conversation about what I did in old Villador really yeah nothing that's it yeah I thought you you know what's funny? I thought when that was like a side mission to save him, I thought it would be like a pinnacle moment because I thought Me he'd too. come back and like like shit on you. Like, Me. Like Jack, told Jack Maddock about what you were doing. When like when when they brought his body down the stretcher, I was like, oh. Yeah, because like, they're like, there's no, because what was it, Luan's like, there's no one in here that's like, knows what happened. Like, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, you're and fine. Was, and then they and, bring him in and yeah. I was like, what do I fucking do? Yeah, that's so lame. That the like, has no role after that. None, absolutely. It was no the point role of him bringing him in. Like that should have been actual like mission of the game, probably. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Because like maybe like you save him and like yeah. Well, there's you're, this, yeah. you're scared to save him and also you save him and also he plays a pinnacle role in the end of the game where he, like he does no. something. That's pretty dumb. 
no, literally nothing at all. He just literally comes back. He's at the bar, and he has this sob story about his wife. Like that's left that's where she left him too. Like, yeah, because like, he took the medicine. But like it saved him. And he didn't take it. Man, one of the most nuts. You shove in his so, mouth. I don't know if you did this. One of the most nuts parts of the game is you get these three quests from this woman in like the PK, like cemetery room, and it's you have to find the dog tags of these missing PKs around. And she plays you the tapes before they go missing. And the tapes are nuts. So you have to go into like these places and like you like have to like track their footsteps, you find their bodies. Then one of like the most graphic things they do in this game, by the way, and I don't know if this weirded you out by any means, but like they're like it's when you like look at a body and it's like a body that's sitting down, you just like pick the head up and stare at it. Yeah. I was just like, Gee, like, how are you so casual? Because you just like like basically grabs the hair. He's like <laughs> he like palms the head. And yeah, and he just like basketball. tilts and looks at it and the body's just like the, gone and he's yeah. just like, Okay, and then I'm like, <laughs> all right, like, like when there was suicide mission and like you go and like find like uh, yeah. one of the main guys to uh, I forget the guy's name now. Ro. Ro. That was a good that and, and Ro. He pulls his head, he's like <gasps> and you're like you're like ter- like the ball dude like he pulls his head up and like there's blood all over his face and like jaw and yeah you're like <gasps> like whatever his name is oh, Jim no yeah. Kowalski or whatever. yeah and he's like he puts his head down he's like freaking out I think you killed all those people by the way no he didn't I don't know man the exploders like, he pushed you out of the elevator. Oh really? Yeah. I just remember like for some no, reason like so, you went so, so you saw me. I, like, I thought you like started breaking down like the mo- like you started freaking. No, out so you walk thing. in and Row is like you walk out of the elevator and then all of a sudden all those bloater things come out and then Row actually saves your life mm. and then everybody dies. Um, I want to talk about that mission. That mission is called Broadcast. For me, that's the best mission in the entire game. Yeah. It it is from beginning to end the best mission in the entire game then you climb the whole building and i love frank's added frank's attitude and like added comments during that climb amazing yeah him being like you're not gonna fucking do it you idiot you're gonna fucking die you're gonna kill luan when you kill luan i'm gonna come kill you and then you get to you're like frank i'm at the top he's like whoa you made it like it was yeah. honestly it was so good then you get to choose like you want to give frank the thing and you're like you're like or, you're or, kind of, you're or kind who of... <laughs> judas or no, no. jack but the, well, no, you had Juan for some yeah, weird Because I think yeah. you somehow sided with Juan. Yeah, yeah. Because Juan was like, let's do a little secret deal. Come yeah. into my bed. And I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm okay. I, I don't know how that happened for me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, it's funny because, like, you choose. And, like, you're like, why would I want to give Frank this? He's a drunken, al- he's like an alcoholic. And I, he's like you an know, it's funny because I thought that Frank getting it would break him out of his mood, which it did. Yeah. But I, I actually thought that. I was like, you know, he deserves this. Jack Matt kind of seems like a piece of shit. And I was right. I you know what I would love to do? Play the game. It's interesting because if you play the game in a completely different way, you know those different missions that you and I have never done? 100%. So there's apparently, because I had to do a collectible for it. Um, you know those massive churches you find near the end of the game? Yep. Um, there's missions where there's like people, like survivors that you work with in the churches. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, remember the Kurt guy? No, I never met him. It was one of the churches. Yeah, was, exactly. That's, uh, it was I, one of the most nuts missions I ever did. I, ne- which, I never met that. I never met him. It was best, it was, I think that was the best mission in the game. What was it? It was like a... I think it's Frank that sends you. Frank's like, go to this like church, but be careful. This guy's crazy. Dude, I didn't do that. And then you go in like the... You go, you go in like the thing and like you have to kill like one of his big beasts. And it's like a psychopath engineer. 
But he's like, living. he's like, go away. Like, I don't want you in here. And he's just like, power to like, make these like, fucked up mutant zombies. You need to fight them. And then you like, scale this whole like, place and break out and chase them all the way here. You chase him to his like, little room. He's like, hiding alone. He's like, leave me alone. Like, I'm just an engineer. And you're like, why were you like, I just wanted to talk to you, dude. And he's like, like, no, like, you just wanted to take my stuff and like, you killed my like, babies and all this stuff. And you're like, okay. And he's like, He's like, he's like, can you just do this a favor for me? Like, that's why I'm here. Do a favor for me. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I can fix this chip for you. If you, what chip? What do you? I, what what happened? It's like, it's like a it's like a memory card type of chip thing. Why did you have that? I don't know. I forget. Dude, I did not. So I that's that's this is actually what you're talking about right now. Is the mission I was talking, talking about. about? Yeah. And then, I didn't do that. Yeah, he gives you the memory. You give him the memory card. He's like, and you're like, he's like, do this for me. You have to go and scale another building, and like put something up at the top and like fix it. And then you go back. He's like. He's like, what do I owe you for that? He's like, nothing. You owe my... F-. He's like, just be my friend. He's like, okay. And he's like, by himself, like this, like, psychopath. Yeah, in the church towers. Yeah, his Dude, name's Kurtz. I've never... No, I didn't do that Dude, mission. Dude, it was a great mission. It was it actually... Talking back on, like, the whole suicide mission, that's probably the best mission in the game for me, was Kurt's mission. I'm so upset right now. It was so good. I just I forget how it triggered it. I just remember I was doing it. I'm like, oh my I God. wonder what diff- maybe it was saving hack on for you or something. I don't think so. I think it was something to do with Frank. Do I you just... remember if it was before or after you killed or you fought hack? It was. It was, it was way before hack on. Oh really? It was before I fought hack on, yeah. Was it before the broadcast mission or after? I think it might have been after. Dude, that's fucked. I have no idea. And I just remember like it was like a weird mission. And it was like a. It, I feel like it was. Did you have the mission it, where you it got was kind of? It was a the, side, but it wasn't. I don't think. Did you have the mission where you got, like, trapped by the renegades from the fake broadcasts? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know how I didn't get this. You didn't do that either. No, I did that one. Oh, okay. But I didn't get the Kurt one. So, anyways, clearly talking about this right now, there's there's a ton of different missions and stuff. Um, Colin, we're in an hour, buddy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's dive into the ratings. I, I know this is a super long podcast, but obviously there's so much to talk about with this game. Um, really exciting. So I'm, I'll start off, I'll jump in um, with characters. I, I liked them, but also at the same time, I didn't think that they were like super... Like, I didn't think there was a lot of change in these characters. Like, especially the only person that I saw change in was, like, Frank. Like, Hakon, piece of shit the whole time. For me, at least. Lawan was just Lawan the whole time. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, like, the characters were interesting, but for me, they weren't, like, nuts. So I'll give them a three. What do you got? The characters, I think, honestly, like, a four and a half. Oh, wow. I thought they were really well done. I thought the game was just like really polished. I don't think the characters were that boring. Even talking about like uh, early in the game with the bazaar and how you're talking to uh, Barney. We didn't and... even talk about Barney in this whole fucking pod. Yeah, Barney you know, was that a great was, character. That, like so, uh, her his sister. I forget her name. Zoe, I think. Mm, Cl- I don't know. Cl- something like that. Something. And she was pretty good. Like I just thought there was uh, Carl. Like they're all interesting characters. Like I thought they were all really well done, and unique. Even like the old like schizophrenic like doctor who kept forgetting everything he was talking about and his like son it was so sad when he died yeah it was sad and then um kurt was a cool character when you meet him which you never got to meet but like i thought everyone was really well done like for the most part so Mm -hmm. i think i think the characters were really well done i think they all had like their own like shit going on i think it really it really polished the game off nicely so uh going into the next one i think this is background five i was gonna say easy no so i i can't even i don't even think we need to top it up for us for me at least this 
is I think the definition of a perfect five background, right? Like I think that this is just like I think you can't give this anything anything else. Nope, game was alive in the background. Like zombies are everywhere. Like you you dealt like you hear you, people you, talking. You see people talking. You'd see like things happening with zombies. Like, and it was so open world. It was like oh, there's an apartment building. Oh, I can go on the ground floor. It's like also you can fly into a floor eighty stories in the fucking air. Yeah. So um, yeah, really well done. I'm about to do something that you're gonna hate. What? Music? Yeah. What's wrong with it? There is this song in the game. That bugged you? Yes. Really? It was, um, every time you go in a safe zone, it's like this song that keeps oh, playing yes, yes. over and over and over and over again. It was like, it was like, I forget what it was. I know, I know what you're talking about. Near yeah. the, it's not even a good song. It's no. like this weird, like, like. Did you know? Did you know? Yeah. Did you notice when you like how to make a big decision? It would come on too. Yeah. Yeah. I just it was it was it. It wasn't a bad song that like got overplayed, but I thought the music was really well done. I thought it was too until that happened, and then so that noticed. honestly started ruining everything for me. So I have to because of that song a two. I'm giving it a three and a half. Okay. I thought the music was really well done. I thought it, it chimed in at multiple moments when you needed it to. And it really was like enlightening. And also the noises in the game were really well done. Like the sounds, um, hearing everything in the background. So I think a 3.5 mm -hmm. is justifiable. But I agree the music was a little repetitive in certain spots. But I didn't hate the thing. song. I didn't really got, I never got annoyed with the song, you know? Oh my God, that song ate me alive inside. Yeah. Like it, like it, I liked it. it ruined me to be honest with So yeah, 3.5 for music. Uh, replayability one. Probably would never play it again. You know what? I would be interested into playing and trying some if different stuff. If there's DLC, stuff. maybe, yeah. But I, I, like, it's just, it's a I don't lot. Think I, I don't think I'd replay the game. Yeah, that's fair. I would, I would give it a two for replayability. Um, story. So I would, I don't think the story is five for me. Mm-mm. Um, I was just like, okay, it, it was good though. You know, I'm gonna give story a four. I I really do think story was like honestly fairly strong. Um, it was it was interesting. It was definitely something that I can get behind. Um, and something that I'm like, yeah, I, I was I was interested in. I liked the whole. Um, there was a ton of twists. There was a ton of twists. I like any game that has decision making changing the outcome of the story. So four. What do you got? Um. I would say this game is probably like a, it's tough because I thought the story was really well done and it reminded me of other games though, like, like, uh, like old, like I can't really like put a game like on my like tongue that would remind me of this, but like games where it's like, oh, like you do this for me and I'll do this for you. Like one of those, like, like you do this, do that's like, oh, it's one of those games. Where, but like, I mean, it's like, a post-apocalypse. That's yeah, how everybody works. I know, but like, it's just like reminded me of a lot of games I've played where it's like, yeah, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. You're like, okay, cool. And then you don't really find anything about Mia, like ever. Like everyone's yeah. like, everyone's like, yeah, I'll help you find Mia, and then you just never find. Uh, who, yeah, let's find. Like Mia. you eventually do it yourself. And it's like okay, so, but like the like the it was interesting seeing the clash between the bizarre people and like the peacekeepers and learning about like different things that they did. And you're like, okay, like this is like kind of cool. And then, uh, but the game never like it wasn't like compelling enough where I was like, like some people were like, like you said, Luke, like people were like, I guarantee, I guarantee people were like, I need to side with Luan, I need Luan to live. Like I love Luan sure. that much. And it's like, it's like I didn't like that. I didn't really care about Luan that much. Like I, I thought I cared a lot more about Aiden. I thought I liked Aiden. This, yeah, yeah, I know the noise. 
I, I didn't think it was that bad. It's just background noise. But like, I liked I liked Lawan a lot. Like, no, not Lawan. I liked Aiden's character a lot. I thought Aiden was really well done. Um, but for me, like, it was weird how he just kept turning into like a monster, and all of a sudden, like, oh, he's like what? at the end of the game where it's like, oh yeah, he had to leave because like he needed medicine, and he was like turning into old fucking freak, and you're like, okay. And, like it doesn't really express it doesn't really yeah. like explain the whole situation. It's kind of like it like wraps it up really quickly. Like oh yeah, he had to mm -hmm. leave town because of this. It's like okay, like can you give me more like information about it or no? And so it's like um, if I had to really give it like a, an actual uh, story, like I'd say like a three and a half, I guess. So one thing I want to talk about also that like is kind of a bit off, but I just wanted to touch on this. Um, Going from this game and playing any other game that doesn't have R1 as jump <laughs> is, like, it. it's, the, the controls in this game are weird. But I get why R1 is jump, because it's basically your trigger button and you're jumping all the fucking time. But, like, going into, like, Horizon Zero Dawn or back into Destiny and, like, I keep trying to, like, jump with this, like, with R1, and I'm just like, dude, like, what the fuck? And, like, it's weird because, like, I got R so... Yeah, because RT is normally, like, a shoot button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, like, a swing or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, X is historically jump for me, or yeah. A for you. So it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. Um, So the game comes out as a 6.4 for me, which, mm. you know what, I think is is fair. Um, I, I was really harsh on the music because I think, like, it, it ruined me a little bit. To be completely honest, like, otherwise I think I would have gave it a little bit higher, but, like, just that one song repeating on every single fast travel you do, especially when you're trying to do collectibles, you're fast traveling all the time. You should play the song or, like, intro. No. No, <laughs> I'll kill myself. Um, so, yeah, about 6.4. You gave it a 7. Any thoughts? No, it's fair. It's up the middle. Um, I think I think a seven's justifiable. I honestly thought when... Uh, we were playing this game. I thought for sure this game would be like almost a nine for a hot second. I'm like, this is like a game, like one of the best games I've ever played, or game of the year at least. Mm -hmm. And I was like, eh, like now, like looking on it, like it's like, yeah, it's about average, like most games. It's a fun game, and I have to be honest. It's funny because uh, I'm pretty sure I rated like Undertale higher. I knew you rated Life is Strange higher. Did I? Yeah. Oh. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, is it worth the ninety dollar price tag? Yeah. I think so too. I think so too. I think it's definitely. I think you definitely pump the ninety dollar price tag on there. I would. I would pay I for that. I think if you want a good sixty six hour experience, yeah. Like I said, I'm. I. I mean, I could still technically be going, right? Like. Yeah. Um. The other thing that one thing I just want to say that uh, you know I wish that they were the side quests were a little more like, prominent. Like I wish once you completed the game, you could open the map in the like post game, and all the side quests would be on there, like all the yeah. question marks and stuff. Because like it's tough when you're like walking by somewhere and then a side quest pops up. Like they're not even in hubs; they're at like windmills sometimes and stuff like It'd that. Be cool if like you could like clear out all the zombies, in the city. That would be nuts. Just like, go like, through like like every, time you, like every time you kill a zombie, like it would like decrease that section or like or that city population. That's pretty sweet. That'd be something they'd cool to add for like the third game because like it is, there is there is walls to the city, like it's mm -hmm. not like it's, just, like it's actually enclosed. So like all bunch of people turn into zombies and they just hung out in there. They didn't kill them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it'd be cool if you just like kind of like clear areas like how like in Far Cry like you could like clear off like camps and like like and then the bandits would not be on the roads. Yeah, and stuff anymore, yeah, yeah. Right? That'd yeah. be really sweet. That would so. be sweet. Cool. Well, uh, that is our podcast on Dying Light. We, uh, again, we both had a ton of fun playing this. 
Uh, we have two big podcasts coming out next week. We are going to be reviewing Horizon Forbidden West, which is another AAA game to be released uh, Sony exclusive. And we're going to be bringing my good friend Adam back on the podcast to talk all about Destiny's newest expansion, The Witch Queen. If you haven't caught up with Destiny yet, if you want to know what's going on and you want to hear our thoughts on it, we have such a cool Destiny year in review podcast that dropped a couple weeks ago. Tune in and make sure that you guys never miss it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Gameaholic Podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on all of your listening channels to make sure that you never miss a new game review. We will catch you guys next week with two brand new releases. See you then. Peace.